Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. In our last study, we learned about how Jesus was received in Nazareth, his hometown. He was rejected. But they didn't run him out of town. Instead, they attempted to drive him over a cliff to his death. But Jesus simply walked away. Today on Drawing Near, Jesus has traveled to Capernaum, where he demonstrates his authority simply through his words. So open your Bible and turn to Luke chapter 4 as we study the authority of Jesus. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And our Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this opportunity that we have to study your word. And we ask, Father, that you'd give us wisdom, insight, understanding not only into what your word says, but what it means and what it means to us, how we are to respond. And Father, help us, because so often when we respond to your word, we simply respond with awe and amazement. We want to be awed. We want to be amazed. But we need to be changed. Our life needs to be changed through your word. We need to be conforming to the truth of your word in our following Jesus Christ. So help us with that as well. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. As we read Luke chapter 4, we're going to begin in verse 31, and we're going to read this entire story, and then we'll go back and take a look at what we can learn, what are the insights of this passage. And so in verse 31, And he, Jesus, came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and he was teaching them on the Sabbath. And they were amazed at his teaching, for his message was with authority. In the synagogue, there was a man possessed by the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out with a loud voice, Let us alone. What business do we have with each other, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him down in the midst of the people, he came out of him without doing him any harm. And amazement came upon them all, and they began talking with one another, saying, What is this message, or what is this word? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And the report about him, Jesus, was spreading into every locality in the surrounding district. And so Jesus is still in Galilee. He's in the northern part of Israel. He's doing his itinerant earthly ministry, traveling from city to city, teaching, preaching, and now showing his power and authority. And we're told that he goes to Capernaum, and he was teaching them on the Sabbath. We've already learned that it was his custom to go to the synagogue on the Sabbath. And when he goes, he's invited to teach or speak. And so he's teaching the people of Capernaum on the Sabbath. And they were amazed at his teaching. We've already seen that his teaching was received well wherever he went, even in Nazareth initially. But then we see in verse 32, they're amazed at his teaching, for his message, his teaching, was with authority. Jesus spoke 
in a way that no one else as a rabbi or teacher spoke. Now, he didn't just speak with power. When Jesus spoke, it clearly came across to the people that there was a difference, that he had unusual authority. Now, this idea of authority doesn't simply mean that he's in charge or that what he says is passionate or powerful. It's convicting. It moves the heart. There is something about what Jesus says and how he says it. It's because he is the Son of God that his message was with authority. And the people were moved by that. They were aware of it. And then in verse 33, we see that in the synagogue, in their church, so to speak, in their gathering, there was a man possessed by the spirit of an unclean demon. Now, I think this is an amazing thing to acknowledge or to see. In the synagogue, not outside, not around, but in the synagogue, there was a man possessed by the spirit of an unclean demon. That's amazing. Why would he be in the synagogue? Was he taken there by family and friends? Certainly the unclean demon doesn't want to be there. Maybe even God had put him there for this passage, for this demonstration of the authority of Christ. I don't know, but it's something to think about, to puzzle over. Another thing we have to acknowledge in verse 33 is, at the very least, in history, there have been times when people were possessed by unclean spirits or by demons. We don't understand much of that today. We must understand the reality of it. There are many people who want to explain this away as simply saying uh, he had a mental illness or an emotional illness, or that they just attributed his condition to demonic possession or an unclean spirit. But this is God's word talking about it. And this isn't God's word telling us that he was afflicted by something that they described as being filled with an unclean demon. This is God's word that says there was a man possessed by the spirit of an unclean demon. So we have to accept that this is a true thing and that Jesus dealt with it. And this man in the synagogue with this unclean spirit, he cried out with a loud voice. And what he says, he says directly to Jesus Christ. He says, let us alone. I'm assuming that the spirit is talking about the spirit and the man together because they're bonded. Let us alone. What business do we have with each other, Jesus of Nazareth? What business do I have with you or you with me? Have you come to destroy us? Now, that's interesting. One, he's talking to Jesus, the one who has just finished his message with authority. And he says, what business do we have? And look at what he knows about him. He says, Jesus of Nazareth. He knows who Jesus is. He knows that he is from Nazareth. It may be something that the man may know, but the demon is the one doing the speaking. He says, have you come to destroy us? He acknowledges that Jesus has the authority and the power to destroy the man and the demon, the two together. Jesus has that kind of authority, and the demon acknowledges it. The demon acknowledges the power and authority of Christ. We need to acknowledge the power and authority of Christ. We need to be humbled. We need to be reverential. We need to be fearful because Jesus has authority. Then the demon says, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. 
This is a fallen angel. This is a demon saying this about Jesus. I think it's amazing that many people who walk this earth today will not acknowledge who Jesus is. They will not acknowledge that he is God, that he is the beloved son of God, or that he died on the cross for our sins. And yet the demons know. James says, you believe there is one God, you do well. The devils also believe and tremble. Jesus doesn't simply have authority as an ambassador of God on this earth. Jesus is God incarnate, and he has the power over not only mankind in creation, but over the angels, over heaven, over the fallen angels. He is the Holy One of God, and we need to acknowledge that. Then in verse 35, we see, but Jesus rebuked him, saying, be quiet and come out of him. So Jesus is addressing the demon. Be quiet. Stop talking. Stop saying all of these things in the midst of these people and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown the man down in the midst of the people, he came out of him without doing the man any harm. Jesus had authority over the demon, and he calls the demon out of the man, and the man is set free. Verse 36 says, An amazement came upon all the people, and they began talking with one another, saying, What is this message, or what is this word? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they came out. This wasn't something that was common. There were not exorcists walking around in Judea. Jesus had unique authority and power, and he demonstrates that in the synagogue by commanding this unclean spirit to come out. And the people saw it. They witnessed it. In verse 37, And they spread that message. The report about him was spreading into every locality in the surrounding district. What an amazing passage. What a declaration of Jesus' authority and power. And yet we need to know, as we look at this entire gospel message, Jesus will humble himself and he will give himself to the authorities of this earth, those he clearly has authority over, and he will die on the cross paying for our sins. We can never separate the words of Jesus, the works of Jesus, from what he came to do and what he ultimately does as our sacrifice for sin. This is Jesus. He has authority to condemn us, and yet he sought to save us. Praise the Lord. Father in heaven, I pray that you will help us to see this passage, to recognize Christ's authority, not just over demons, but over us. He has the authority to command us his people, and he has commanded us. He's commanded us to love. He's commanded us to be holy. He's commanded us in the way we are to treat one another, in the way we are to worship, in the way we are to know peace and to have faith. He's commanded us in all of these things. I pray, Father, that we will listen. I pray, Father, that we will yield and that we will follow Jesus and obey him. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his power and authority. And thank you for his victory over sin, death, and the grave. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.